I'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this evening. We just got a great crowd. I thank the Lord for everybody cheering for all our visitors, and we got uh, quite a number of sister churches that are represented here. Uh, got uh, a number of our preaching brothers that are represented, and we just thank God for everybody, uh, whoever you are, man, woman, boy, or girl. Uh, got a number of young folks from down south, some from Kentucky and Tennessee, and uh, just appreciate them being here. Looking forward to this service tonight. Uh, God willing, uh, Brother Jordan Martin will be preaching for us after a while, and we're looking forward to that. But before we get to that, something else we're looking forward to, I'm going to have a baptizing. Uh, Brooklyn and Bronson are getting baptized, and, and uh, their dad, Brother Lee DeWitt, is going to be baptizing them. And uh, so, and we thank the Lord that they got saved and thank the Lord they're willing to follow Jesus uh, in the steps of baptism. I have a scripture I want to read here that uh, Jesus is talking about baptism. Do that in just a minute, but I want to explain. We'll have a, uh, have a uh, song and then they can turn back over to me after the choir sings a song and then uh, I'll say another word or two. And if Brother Lee wants to say anything, I'll give him opportunity. And then they'll go back and uh, get ready for the baptizing and then... Uh, choir can sing while that's going on and we'll just go from there but we want to pray tonight uh i'd like to see somebody get saved tonight and uh i just thank god for what i feel and how excited i am jordan to be here and so i want to read from the 28th chapter of the book of matthew this is after uh, jesus had been crucified and resurrected and uh, he'd given his uh, disciples directions to meet him in a, a mountain over by galilee and they met him there, and this is what uh, took place. Uh, verse 18, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, Listen to this phrase right here, this verse, listen to this. He said, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now, as powerful as that is, listen to what he goes on and says. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And so when people hear the gospel and they believe it and they get saved and they qualify to get baptized, and uh, people who's been saved needs to get baptized, what we do in the baptistry won't take you to heaven, uh, but it's part of the process of getting in your spot and in your place where you can let your light shine help somebody else see Jesus in you. And so let's all stand for just a moment and we'll say a little word of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, I thank you for this service tonight and thank you everyone that's here. God, thank you for the baptizing and thank you for the special New Year's Eve service. Uh, God, thank you for another year that you've seen us through and blessed us so wonderfully. God, we pray tonight for this service that you just uh, bless it, the singing, the preaching. Uh, just give us great power tonight. God, just give us a, a double portion, if you would, of your sweet spirit that we can worship you in spirit and truth. And, Lord, speak to people's hearts tonight. Uh, invite people into the kingdom of God, we pray. God, we ask you these things, and we praise you in Jesus' name. And amen. You can be seated. We turn over to the choir. Page 92. <coughs> <coughs>
I told Brother Lee earlier if he had something on his heart to say, we're going to turn it over to him and let him say whatever he wants to. Just come ahead, buddy. Come right on. Appreciate being here tonight. Amen. Uh, thankful for how good God is to us. Amen. And, uh, you know, we might make some mistakes tonight. You know, it's our first time. But uh, I'm glad that I'm able to do this. And I'm thankful for my babies getting saved. And, uh, you know, over in Acts, and you pray for us, but over in Acts, in chapter 8, it says, verse 26, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise, and go toward the south, unto the way that go down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of, youth, of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto the Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? You might be here today, and you might think that you don't understand. But I'll tell you what, God can show you what he wants to do in your life. If you're here and you're lost and you need to be saved, let God speak to you tonight. I believe as Jordan gets up today and he preaches, I believe Jesus is going to go out. I believe there's going to be opportunity. And it said in Philip, you know, Philip ran, and it said, that, and he said, how can I except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. And the place of the scripture which he read was this. And listen to what our Lord did for us. It said, he was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb, dumb before his shear, so opened he not his mouth. And his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? And it said, Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. Uh, I believe Jesus will be preached tonight. Amen. And I know there's going to be opportunity. Yeah. And I'm thankful for the ones who were saved. And I'm thankful for the ones who need to be saved. Yeah. You might be here tonight and you're lost. And all I can say is, you know what? There's a lot of times that we let this get in our way. But tonight, let God show you what he can do in your life. Uh, you might have been spoken to before, but he can speak to you again. And if, if you get just that little small voice tonight, you know, I know there's ball games and there's stuff going on. But I, I wouldn't give it up for the world Amen. to have Jesus in my life. I appreciate it, and you pray for us as we baptize. Thank the Lord. Boy, I could feel God's power in that. And so while he's getting ready, and maybe Bronson, Brooklyn's already gone to get ready. I hope they have. If they haven't, well, we'll let them go ahead. And uh, I want to say this to you. I want you to really pray while I baptize. And now, family and friends that are here especially for the baptizing, we want to ask you, to come to the front if you'd like to. There's room up here, and uh, they're making more room for you right now. There'll be plenty of room. 
and uh, but feel free to come up here. We we don't demand that you come up, uh, but uh, we sure invite you. And if you'd like to come up, well, please do that. You can sit up here where you can see the baptism better, and uh, we'll turn back over to the choir. And, uh, they can uh, sing some while they're getting ready. And so everybody pray and mind the Lord. unto them Jesus and they went on their way and as they were on their way they came by some water and the eunuch said well here's some water what hindereth me from being baptized and he said well you have to believe with your whole heart 
Well, I'll tell you what, when you get saved, you have to believe with your whole heart. You have to put it all into it. And I know that, you know, there was times where I thought, you know, when it was my turn that, you know, uh, I'm not going to get it. Well, I had some really thinking. Well, when I believe with my whole heart, he saved me. I want you to know tonight, you have to believe with your whole heart. As the preacher preaches and preaches Jesus, you can believe with your whole heart tonight. And this ain't something that we just do. It ain't something that we just get baptized. We get baptized because the Lord wants us to, but you have to be saved first. Amen. So you pray for us and... You can hold it. I can hold my Okay, all right. <laughs> she can plug it herself, you know. You pray for us. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, yeah, and upon yeah. the profession of her faith in Him, yeah. I baptize this my sister in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and upon the profession of his faith in him, I baptize this my brother in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost.
Amen. Thank God for his great spirit. What a spirit-filled baptism. I appreciate Brother Lee and how God used him and the words he said and the power he said it with. And I thank God for these two Scott baptized. I know I appreciate it. When you get saved, one of the next steps in following Jesus on the journey is getting baptized. And well, what is, what's important about it? Well, it's an outward testimony about what God's done inwardly for you. Baptism represents death, burial, and resurrection. That happens in your soul through the power of the Holy Spirit when you get saved. And so it's good to be here. Now, I want uh, uh, Bronson Brooklyn to come over here and stand in front. And if Mom and Dad wants to come stand with them, they're welcome to. It's up to them. And Lee, do you want to say anything else before we shake hands with them? All right. Well, you two come over here and stand in front. And like I said, Mom and Dad, you're welcome to stand with them. Now, uh, we'll get everybody to stand up. And... Uh, yeah, family and friends, uh, special friends that's come. And if you've got it on your heart to come shake hands with them, uh, uh, you're welcome to do that. We don't demand that everybody come, but if you've got it on your heart too, well, we want you to. And uh, we want you to follow the Lord. And, and let me say this. I'm really looking forward to hearing Brother Jordan uh, preach in a little while. But I want to say this, and, I, and Jordan would say amen to this. If you feel like coming to the altar uh, while that we're shaking hands with these, uh, it won't offend Jordan. It'll tickle him to death. People need to obey the Lord. And so while they sing, those that will come shake hands these.
unspoken request this short be up raising your hands all over the house now if you've got a prayer request that you'd like to make known it's on your heart just say what's on your heart results back they've diagnosed him with lung cancer and so really really pray for him and uh, I'll share this uh, Linda was talking to him asking him how he's doing anything we can do for you he said no you don't need to do a thing he said I'm going to do all I can he said I'm going to leave the rest of it in the hands of the Lord so he can take care of all of it and uh, it was, I said that's a, that's a statement of faith and I praise God another prayer request a lot of you some of you older folks anyway remember uh, my first cousin, J.W. Howard, my Aunt Nell's son. I called a check on him just a couple of days ago, got a hold of his wife, Pat, found out that J.W. has deceased. Uh, he died because of COVID. And uh, Pat almost died, but she got through it and recovered. But uh, really pray for his family. And he's got a nephew down in uh, Cincinnati, David Polly, uh, Peggy's son. It was uh, real trouble by that. And I just, 
like to ask you especially to pray for him. Beyond that, let's pray for conviction tonight. That God, I believe God's already stirred people's hearts. But let's pray tonight that God would powerfully speak to people's hearts, call to people, those that need to get saved, that he'd invite them to come to an altar repentance, and those that need to rededicate their life, that God would speak to them. And, and I believe we've got some here that needs to take the next step uh, and join the church. And so pray for them. Anything else before we pray? All right, we'll ask Brother Carl Atkins to lead us in prayer. Everybody praise you, Philip. Just keep praying and uh, just keep talking to the Lord. And I want to say again, thank you for being here, whoever you are. Thank you for being part of this great, wonderful crowd on New Year's Eve night. And so keep praying and let's purpose in our hearts, mind the Lord. Who'd feel like singing tonight? If you've got a song on your heart that God to give you to sing, we want you to do that. Just follow the Lord. Anybody got one or more than one? Just, just obey I believe, I believe they're coming to sing some of them, so just really pray. And uh, again, let's just really focus our thoughts and our hearts' attention on the Lord and just uh, minding the Lord, doing what he'd have us to. Pray for them while they come. pray for Isaiah. I knew I was going to have to sing this and then she said your song and I thought oh. 
Dorothy Bennett. Um, it's Christmas time. You talk about gifts and favorite gifts. And you know, when the Lord saved me, that was the best gift I've yeah. ever received. Oh, right. You know, and then to get to see my children have that gift and grandchildren have that gift. I've got grandchildren that don't have it, but I can't give it to them. Only the Lord can. But I have an assurance that He's going to offer, and I hope they accept it. So just pray for me.
was a wretch I remember who I was I was lost, I was blind I was running out of time Sin separated The breach was far too wide From the far side of the chasm So you made a way across the grave. I believe there's some more needs to come. Left behind while we're praying for this young man. To build we can pray for you too. Obey the Lord. And then please come. At the cross, please come. If God's calling you, please come. Broke my chains, freed my soul. For the first time I had hope Thank you Jesus for the blood of life Thank you Jesus it has washed me white Thank you Jesus you have Inside my tomb of sin, you were buried for three days, and then you walked right out again. And now death has no sting, and life has no end. For I have been transformed by the blood of.
Say so it felt a little better, but he's just not quite satisfied. Just don't think it's like it should be yet. And we, you know, it's uh, you got to be satisfied, and uh, and uh, he's got to be satisfied for himself. That's uh, him and the Lord got to be together on it. I appreciate that singing, and I appreciate that move. I've told this plenty of times, but I came to altar about six times before I got satisfied. I'm glad for every move I made. There were some low times and distressful times, but I was seeking the Lord, and I found him. And uh, I'd say to you tonight, whoever you are, uh, seek the Lord. And most of my friends got saved the first time they come. They just they came on God's terms right then, and they got saved. And I'm me. Took me six times. I got, but, but I got saved, and so uh, seek the Lord until uh, you're satisfied in your heart. The devil, if I even after I got saved, the devil told me I wasn't. But when I'd asked the Lord, I could feel that stir, and I knew I was. Okay, somebody else got a song on your heart? Good service, good move, good singing. Amen. You know, if, if everybody that came to the altar got up and said, yep, I'm good, how much truth would there be in all that? Awesome. Yeah. But when, when you know that you didn't get it, and yeah. you know when you did get it, there's, real, right. there's something real there. Right. Amen. <coughs> Amen. Thank the Lord for that testimony. Amen. Anybody else? Well, it's good to be here in good spirit. Keep praying, and, and everybody keep purposing in your heart and obey the Lord. It's our privilege. We thank the Lord for uh, Brother uh, Jordan and uh, we thank God for him. We, Of course, we miss him and Annie. We miss their family. But we're proud of them where they're at and what they're doing and uh, the work they're doing at uh, Samaria Missionary Baptist Church. And so, uh, But we're glad to have them back here visiting with us tonight. Let's give our undivided attention and let's pray with everything in us that God just used Brother Jordan out to declare the gospel. Come on, Brother Jordan. Two things got to happen. This jacket's got to go. And uh, I need your prayers. So lift us up. I appreciate being here tonight. Appreciate what I can feel. And, uh, I'm glad, you know, even though I've got a home over at Samaria, I'm glad to be at my other home, the home that saved me, the home that raised me. It's good to be here. So uh, I, want your, I want your prayers. Not, not that uh, anything I say can be of help to you, but that God would pass by and I could just be a mouthpiece. That is my whole desire tonight. I want to be a mouthpiece, get out of the way, so that you can have the benefit and uh, I tell you, I was so excited to hear that Brooklyn and, and uh, uh, Bronson got saved. And I was sitting there, and uh, I've got on my computer at home a bunch of files I'd downloaded from phones I'd had in the past. And one of those clips was of them dancing and singing in the old house. I got teary-eyed, and I thought, Lord, thank you for those little children that were in my life. You know, I, I used to go to Brandy and Lee's a lot, and uh, they helped raise me in a way. And uh, 
You know, I thought about those pictures and those videos, and I thought they were the same age as my little boy. And I thought if I can one day baptize him, what a great joy that would be. What, a, what an accomplishment God had done. And uh, it just made me more excited to see Lee baptize his kids. And uh, so we're thankful. There's so many things tonight to be thankful for. So many things to give God the glory for. And uh, I tell you, I'm just a little part, so you really pray. I, I kind of been in a, a little spot here trying to figure out where to go. And um, I want to read to you out of St. Luke, and this is in chapter 15. And uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of reading tonight, so I apologize in advance. But uh, this is what I feel like doing, so you bear with us. And this is over in uh, verse, uh, I'd say, let's start in verse 10 there in uh, the 15th chapter. It says, Likewise I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. And he said, A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his, li unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and journeyed himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent, to him, sent him into his field to feed swine. And he found fame have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. And look what he, what, look at that right there. That exclamation point at the end. He was serious. He was at the bottom. His dad had everything. His dad had success. His dad had money. His dad had land. His dad had cattle. And I tell you what, there's a lot of folks that take God for granted. God has got everything. God has got all things, and people, they'll, they'll walk into the church house, they'll grow up here, they'll, they'll be here all their days, and then one day they'll go out those doors, and they'll say, I, I want to do my own thing. I want to go do this. I want to go do that. Let me tell you something. There's a reason people are successful in the Christ, and, and Christ's walk, and some aren't. And I want to read to you a little bit more. This is over in Second uh, Chronicles. And this is chapter 9 and verse 1. It says, And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon, she came to prove Solomon with her hard questions at Jerusalem with a great company and camels that bear spices and gold abundance and precious stones. And when she had come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. And I want to skip over to verse 6. This is where I want to get at. It says, How a bit I believe not, and this is her speaking, Believe not their words until I came, and mine eyes had seen it, and behold, the one, the, the one half of the greatness of thy wisdom was not told of me, for thou exceedest the fame that I heard. And uh, everybody that knows the story of Solomon, his daddy was David, and David did a lot of good things. But it doesn't mean that Solomon was going to do a lot of good things. And I want to read, let's read over here a little bit further. This is one... I like it. I love this book. It's my favorite book. It's Joshua. And it goes on, he says, uh, over here in Deuteronomy, just before that first chapter of Joshua, it's about Moses. And uh, 
What they're talking about is the passing of Moses. They're talking about, what are we going to do? And uh, I like what the 8th verse says. It says, And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. And Joshua the son of Nun was full of spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened unto him, and did as the Lord commanded Moses. And uh, if you read it a little further up there, and like I said, I've got a lot of verses I need to read, and I apologize, but that's where we need to do. And it goes on, it says uh, up here a little ways, it talks about Moses being able to see the land and knowing he's not going to be able to go into it. And uh, I want to read these different things and talk about these different things for a reason. That first one I read to you was about a boy, a young man, who his dad had a lot. He should have been successful. He should have been one of those, those uh, people in life that had everything and Daddy set him up for life and he should have walked good, should have lived good, should have had anything he wanted. But yet his choices separated him from his father's house. He chose to leave. He chose to do what he did. He chose to get away from God. I would say it that way. And you know, you look at the other two men, Solomon, and you look at Joshua, all they did was live for God. Every choice they made, every step they took, every word out of their mouth was a witness to the glory of God. Their fathers, you know, you look at Moses, he wasn't Joshua's father, but in a way he was. He helped Joshua. He raised him, he taught him, he nurtured him. You know, I think a lot about that. And you look at how Solomon, his father, he looked at his father, how his father lived, how he did things. You know what? Those people, they were great people. But great people such as your grandparents, such as your mom and dad, will not get you to heaven. You will not get to heaven if you're sitting there thinking, well, my daddy, he's a deacon. Oh, Papa's a preacher. Those things don't matter to God. Those things have no business between you and God. Why? Because it's personal. Whether, it's, whether you get saved or not is between you and the Lord, boys. It's about what commitment that you make in your heart. I tell you what, I appreciate Hayden coming. I appreciate what he did. He's looking for it. He's making the right steps. I tell you, folks, I remember laying in my bed one night after Terry Brock preached a mean message to me. I didn't like it. And I tell you what, it broke my heart. It came down and it crushed me. Why? Because I knew I was not like everybody else. I knew I didn't have what they had. I knew that there was nothing in my soul that was going to get me to the other side. See, I was one of those that was lost and dead in sin. But praise God, I sat there on my bedside and I prayed to the Lord. I said, Lord, would you save me? I'll give you this. I'll give you that. God didn't want anything I had. God, well, he probably was sitting there laughing, thinking, buddy, this isn't the point. I prayed again, still didn't get it. And that third time I, I sat down, I thought, Lord, if you don't save me, if you don't save me, would you please, just here I am. As soon as I came like that, He saved me. He came in and rejuvenated my soul. He brought me to life. He gave me something to be happy about, some peace that I could hold on to. He gave me a little bit of that portion of heaven. And I tell you what, that is the difference tonight. That is the difference. If you want to be successful, you've got to follow God. 
You've got to be saved. You've got to join up with a church that God wants you to be at. And I tell you what, you've got to walk the walk and talk the talk. I'll say it that way. And there's a lot, a lot of people I know that I grew up with. And some of them, it tears me up because I think, Lord, where did they go? Where have they been? I've been looking for them in church services. I've been looking for them on my phone. I've got a, a lot of people on my heart like that. And uh, I was thinking about how many of them I pray for often. And I'm just waiting for the opportunity for them to get back in church and get where they need to be. To get back in God's house. To bring their children to God's house. To teach them what's right, what's wrong, what's okay and what's not okay. How to live a good life. How to be successful. How to have a portion with God that you can be proud of. By golly boys, I don't walk into work and hide myself. I, I tell them who I am and where I got it. Lord saved me. He was good enough to adopt me into his family. I want to claim that name with everything I've got. I realize the older I get, the more and more God has done for me. And if you haven't looked in the mirror and seen what God's done for you, take a check. Get in that, that little window, that little glass. Look at yourself. How much has God blessed you with? How much has God given you? Because I assure you, he's given you more than you've ever given him. I know without a shadow of doubt, I can't speak for everybody. But when I looked in the mirror this morning, I thought, God's given me a good family. He's given me two babies. He's given me a house that I can be out of the cold. He's given me a vehicle to get to work. God's been good to me. More than that, though, God has saved my life. God has directed my steps. God has put me in a place where I can really get down and say, God, I'm at the lowest point. I don't know what to do. And he'll follow through for me. You see, Joshua didn't have an easy time, but Joshua lived for God. And I love what it says there. Let's just turn over here and read that real quick. This is such a, a wonderful verse. It's one of the verses that every time I read it, I get excited about. And this is at the end of the story. It's at the end of his life that he says these things. And I think it's so important that we not forget them. And this is uh, over in the 15th verse. It says, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. Think about that. He, wasn't he was giving them the business. He was telling them facts. Are you not where I put you? Are you not in the spot that I've helped you to get to? And he goes on and he says these things. He says, and I love this, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. By golly, if you do that tonight, you'll be successful. You may not have a lot of money. You may not have fancy houses and cars, but by golly, you'll be happy. And I love what it says about Joshua. It says, for generations after, those people were blessed and knew God and had power with Him. I tell you what, you've got to be the infectious one in your family to lead your family. And I tell you, I look at my mom, and I hope she doesn't get mad at me for saying these things, but I look at my mom, and I look at my dad. There was a time Elmer was more interested in Karen than God. Hard to believe, right? That's what a man does sometimes. He chases after a woman. But I tell you what, my mom, she was raised by a good godly man, Sunday school teacher, and uh, she brought her kids to church. She brought her kids to Sunday school. 
She saw them get saved. She's watched her daughter-in-laws get saved. And by golly, your grandkids are sitting back there over there. You have to be the one that makes sure that your people are saved and in good hands. You've got to be the one that takes a stand for Christ. You've got to be the one that says, I don't care what everybody else is doing. I'm going to live for the Lord. I'm going to be the one that makes sure my kids are where they need to be, where my grandkids are at, where my family should be. I tell you folks, it's not something that we need to take lightly, the church service. we got three services a week. Pastor, if I miss one, what's the big deal? I'll tell you what the big deal is. You're missing out on moments and opportunities. You're missing out on uplifting. You're missing out on the commitment God has given to you. I love what that Bible says. He said, he, before anything was made, He was thinking of you. He had put things in place for you. And I tell you guys, it is not, 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 not a good idea to be like the first man I read about. If you want to be the one that takes your family and take your people and you want to go do something else, that's on you. I'll put it as plain as I can, with as compassionate heart as I can. If you choose to take your family out in the world and live in the world, it is your fault. And I'll tell you this out of the humbleness and most compassionate way I can. If God comes down on you hard and on your family hard, it's your fault. And uh, I, I know that from experience. I know that to be true. Praise God, Lord has never given up on me. And even in my lowest valleys when I've gone against Him, I love what that story says later. It says He came back to His Father and He ran to Him. His daddy took off running to hug him, took off running to put shoes on his feet, rings on his hands. I tell you, his daddy loved him more than the faults he saw. He loved him more than the, the mischievousness that boy had in his heart. He saw him not as the person that was a failure, but as the one little boy that he brought into this world. Just like God looks at us. You think uh, Jesus was sitting there one day and said, I tell you what, I, I, I know I've got to go down there. And I got down on the cross with them folks, but uh, have you seen what they've done, Father? No. I, I love what the Scripture says, and I know it to be true because I've felt it. He came down and He said, Dad, I'll go for them because I love them as much as you do. Dad, I'll go help them to get back here. Dad, I'll go make the way so they can come home. That's exactly what God does for us. That's exactly what His Son did for us. And I'll tell you, if you want to be saved tonight, come with a humble heart. Come with a contrite spirit. Give your life to God and He'll give His life to you. I tell you what, you want to get back in church and feel that fire again. you got to do the same thing. you got to come willing. you got to come not thinking about what you've done. Not worried about the things around you. But come for you. This is the one time you can be selfish. Come and get what is yours and what's laid on the table for you. Folks, it's not, this isn't a thing that we just get wrapped up in and say, oh, you know, maybe next week. It's important that we do things now. I look at life this way. You're on a trajectory whether you know it or not. Things are going to happen in your life you cannot see. And it is up to you to be in your place and ready and as strong as you can as a Christian. So when you get to those spots... You can help the people that are around you. And I think about how many times 
have uh, preachers preach messages. How many times have people gave me lessons and, you know, I look at these young men and I really appreciate them being here and almost every one of them, their parents did something for me. Every one of them, even, even these boys from Kentucky. I mean, Nate's dad, I mean, his mom and dad were good to me. They were real good to me. They, they taught me a lot about how to work in the church, how to re- lean on the Lord. I think about Tab, he'd done the same thing. You know, I remember how Cooper's mom and dad sit right back there and pray their hearts out for me. This is not a place where you come. You know, there's other churches I've been to this week that I tell you what, you could hear a pin drop when you walk in. This is not one of those places. This is a place when you come in the door, you feel welcome. You feel God's love. You feel His compassion. And why is that? It's because God's people are saved people. And God's people know God's love. It's important tonight. If you want to get saved, get saved. If you want to get back in church, get back in church. But I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you life's going to be easy, but I'll tell you what, it's a whole lot better with the Lord than it is without Him. It's a lot more prosperous. It's a lot better on your heart, on your mind, on your family, on your, on your body. It's, it's, it's straining out there. But I tell you what, when you walk with God, there's such mercy and compassion. There's such a, a way about walking with those blinders that Christ puts on you in the world. As you take your steps through life and you're focused on your footwork, you're sitting there and all of a sudden a stone will come the way and you just sidestep it. Some people, they don't even know where they're going. They're running in the dark, stumbling over every little thing. I'm so glad God saw enough in me to help me not to not only stumble over things, but get out of the way of them. You can be in that same spot. You can find those same things. Be a Joshua. Be a Solomon. Get, get your life in order and follow. Take what God's man had built for you and go with it. That's what it's all about tonight. And I'm coming to a close here real quick, but I want to say this. How many of your family members have brought you to church? How many of them taught you the right ways? That's what David and Moses did. And those two men, Joshua and that young man, Solomon, what they did was take what those men gave them and said, it's not about me. It's about those people out there. And they elevated the kingdom through God. That's what it's all about, folks. We've got to be, get our people saved. We've got to get them back in church. Let's stand. Terry, come up here if you don't mind. And uh, get us a song, Taylor, if you will. I feel like giving an invitation tonight. And uh, I'm hoping Lee may be getting this as well. <laughs> I really enjoy Lee, enjoy what he's been doing. But if you feel like coming tonight, I pray that you don't worry about me, don't worry about my, my backwards ways or if I misspoke something or if I didn't say something right. I'm nobody. I really am. You can ask my wife, she'll tell you I'm somebody, but she don't know who I am like the Lord does. What I am on the inside is just like everybody else. And I tell you what, Thank God the Lord saved me, Terry. Thank God He saw fit to guide and lead and help. That's what He wants to do for you this evening. That's what He's looking for. So during this song and this invitation, if you've got a need this evening, step out by faith. Claim what's yours. Get a hold of it. Cherish it and live with it. Take care of it. Wrap it up tight and treasure that. Because I tell you what, you'll not find anything in the world that will make you more happy than a relationship with Christ. 
the relationship with God is the most pleasant thing I've ever found. And uh, I've got a lot of good things in my life. But that relationship has brought me through more things than I could ever imagine. That relationship has given me more than I ever could have built for myself. I had aspirations. I was young once. I wanted to do certain things. I wanted to go to college and do this and do that. I wanted to, to do live here and do these things. And do The moment God said, Jordan, I've got plans for you, it, it kind of struck me a little funny. I thought, Lord, I don't know about this. I don't know about that preaching thing. Lord, that's Terry's job. He don't need no help. I'm fine where I'm at. I'll sit back there with mom and dad. I'll be fine. But I tell you what, when you step out by faith and you just say, Lord, here I am. Lord, what do you want? He'll come into your heart and into your life and He'll, he'll string you into a spot that is so much better than you could have built. So much better than you could have erected for your own life. Step out by faith tonight. Go ahead and sing when you're ready. It's good to be here tonight. I just pray that somebody would adhere to the call. Somebody would take hold of what God's trying to do in their life. And I tell you, it's not, it's not that uh, by you coming that you know we, we gain something out of this. We're just excited that you get it. We're excited when somebody comes and gets in check with God. We're excited when somebody gets things fixed up with Him. And they can understand, hey, you know what? These people, they were right. I do feel good. I do feel better. I do know what they're talking about now. Some of you got grudges. Some of you got things that bother you. Some of you got things that happened a long time ago. Let me tell you something. A fool hangs on to those things that God has not asked you to. If you want to be ignorant, I'll say it that way, and hold on to things that don't matter, things that are in the past, by golly, you'll fall like the rest of the fools. Embarrassed and wishing you had done something different. I tell you what, folks, it's good to let God, let God. It's good to be able to step out by faith and say, oh, take care of it, I'm tired of carrying it. It's good to be able to say, oh, here I am. And get what God's going to lay down for you. Don't be the one that walks out the door disappointed. Don't be the one that steps out and says, I wish I would have went. I did that many times. That, that that hurt me more Just than anything. As long as Stepping out those doors stands, after Terry had preached a message that God delivered my way. Knowing I should have moved. Knowing I, I should have came and got saved. Knowing I should have done what I should have been doing. And, and to step out those doors and feel that emptiness, that pain, that grief, that fullness of understanding that I had messed up. Days. That right there my really hurt bad. And my God, but the day I got saved and I came up and I told the church I want to get baptized. I want to join the church. Life. I want to tell you what God did for me. That was a day that he I would never forget. That's a day that I can rejoice in. Make sure you plan your life successfully. Make sure you plan your life with God. Lift Him up in your life. Carry Him where you go. Whether it be school, whether it be wherever you're at, make sure he's there with you. That's when I can that's feel what you him walking, he's right by me. And when 
everyone walks out, that's when he walks in. Obey the Lord. Proving once again that he's Amen. my dearest friend. And he promised he would go with me always, even till the end. And when everyone walks out, that's when he walks in, proving once again that he's my dearest friend, and he promised he would go with me always, even till the end. Amen. He promised to go with me always, even to the end. The message that Brother Jordan has delivered to us tonight is about choices. That's what he was preaching about. All those men that he mentioned, the prodigal son, uh, Joshua, Moses, Solomon, and you can read over and over. And there's a scripture that says, Choose ye this day whom you'll serve. And there's a phrase that uh, uh, our young people's leaders bring up to the young people over and over again but it's, it's good not only for the young people it's good for all of us and the phrase is choices have consequences that's what, uh, that's what Jordan was telling us tonight choices have consequences let me ask you this tonight and I'll, I'll, I'll get you to sing another one in a minute and uh, Leif you got something that's on your heart to say you're welcome to Come ahead right now if you feel like saying something. Okay. All right, keep this in mind. I want you to think about this. If you're here and God's stirring your heart, even the very slightest, and you're needing to come to the altar and get things fixed up, you only really have two choices. That's obey the Lord or don't obey. Whatever your decision is, whatever your path is, whatever your goal is, Whatever you want to be prosperous in. You know, uh, God can do anything. He can, uh, he can make all of us millionaires if he chose to. Uh, but that's not, that's not real important. And Jordan was talking about that tonight too. We, uh, where, do we need to be, uh, where do we need to be prosperous at? That's what Jordan's sharing with us. We need to be prosperous in our soul and the Holy Spirit. Let me ask us tonight, and let's take inventory in ourselves. I'm not asking you to raise your hand. But if you're here tonight and you're not where you need to be and you know that and you know God's wanting you to do something different and something better, I'll tell you what, I'd, uh, I'd like to ask you to do this tonight. If you're here and you're just kind of on the, uh, the edge, kind of on the bubble, whether you ought to come to the altar or not, as they begin to sing this next song, I want you to ask God, God, do you want me to go to the altar? God, are you wanting me to move? God, God, help me. Help me have the strength. Help me, help me have the zeal. Just give me the, give me the spirit to move with, Lord. Whatever your case is, if you're lost and you need to come, come. If you're a, uh, out of fellowship with God and you need to come, come. If you've just gotten off track and uh, you haven't been as dedicated as you need to be uh, lately and you need to come and uh, offer up uh, yourself at the altar and say, God, help me to be more dedicated. You know, we're getting ready to go into a brand new year. Whenever we talk about the New Year's coming, we thought, well, it's a new year and a new start. 
We used to have a, an elder deacon in our church, and some of you older folders, folks will remember him, uh, Ty Farmer. We call him Preacher Farmer. I don't know how many New Year's Eve services I was in with Brother Ty Farmer, but every New Year's Eve service that I've ever been in with him, when we got ready to pray, he'd say, I have prayer requests. And here's what it would be. He'd say, I want us to pray that God will help us to have the best year for him that we've ever had in all the years past. I never got tired of hearing that. We need to be keeping on, keeping on, climbing the mountain. We have obstacles. We have a God that's bigger than the obstacles. Now, while they sing this song, uh, there's some people who need to come to the altar. Sing when you're ready. Please come. Obey the Lord. If you want things to get better, do better. Make right choices. Obey the Lord. Come on. Please come. Come on. I am redeemed. I've been bought with the price. Please come. Jesus, he's changed my whole life. It doesn't matter. Your first time here, or you've been here a thousand times. Doesn't matter if you belong here. Bless well, the Lord. Pray with this one. Praise the Lord. That Pray with this one. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, I could feel that. When you come around the corner, God's turned my heart. There's some more needs to come. Please come. And where there Will you say yes to God or no to God? As 2022's coming to a close and probably 2023 is getting ready to start I said probably because God could call it to an end any minute we don't have the promise we don't have the promise of midnight tonight but God give us right now please obey the Lord there's some more folks here need to come how about being honest with God obey the Lord obey
When I was at church camp, I actually got saved for the first time, but I was putting off joining the church when I needed to join it, and I just need to join this church. Hey, man, thank the Lord. We thank the Lord for Miley, and praise the Lord. This is Morgan's daughter, and uh, thank the Lord for Miley and for her grandparents. And uh, can I hear a move we receive as a candidate for baptism? Plenty of motions and seconds. Everybody's favorite, raise your hand. Amen. That's everybody. We're, we're glad to have you. You can tell that, can't you? Amen. Thank the Lord. And uh, I, want, uh, I want at least another verse to a song. And uh, if somebody wants to shake hands with Miley, you're welcome to do that. Uh, but I believe somebody else needs to come to the altar right now. Uh, don't wait uh, till some other time or some other day or some other place. Step out and come. You can see how happy Miley is, and you can see how happy her grandparents are. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, you can see how happy the church is. When people obey the Lord, it just uh, it helps them, but it doesn't only help them. It helps everybody around that cares about them. So get in tonight. Make a good choice. Save, you're welcome to come. If you need to rededicate, you're welcome to come. If you know you're saved and you know you need to join the church, come and tell us. The door's open. You can come and join like Miley did. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Man, tomorrow's sun may never rise.
else got something on your heart to say or do for the Lord. I have some a couple announcements I want to make in a little bit, but I'm not in a hurry. You just follow your heart and do what you feel like doing. And, and the altar's still open. If God's if God's speaking to your heart and you feel like coming to the altar, we don't have to be singing a song to come. Preacher don't have to be preaching. We don't have to be singing. When God's calling, that's an invitation. Amen. I appreciate Jordan. I'm already looking forward to service in the morning. And I shared this with you when I heard that some of these fellows was coming back to be with us. And I, uh, Nate uh, Fusen among them, I got on my heart to ask him to preach for us in the morning. And I got on my heart at the same time uh, to ask Slate Hunter if he'd open up for him. And uh, so they both said they'd come and try to follow the Lord and do their best. I also told you to ask Stone Hunter about preaching for us on Sunday night. Stone said he was willing, but he didn't know if he could make it or not. He called me back just maybe the next day or so and said, uh, I, I really hate it. He said, I'm not going to be able to come in. He said, but I appreciate you asking me. He said, I'm praying about it. He said, as soon as it'll work out and God works it out and gives me the opportunity and says I can come, he said, I'll come. So I, I don't think that'll be too long. And so, but anyway, Stone won't be with us tomorrow night. But uh, let's really pray for uh, uh, Slate and Nathan for the morning service and uh I believe that uh, God's going to give us another good meeting in the morning uh, and Sunday night. I don't, I don't know who will be preaching Sunday night, but uh, we'll just uh, uh, lean on the Lord and trust the Lord, and God will take care of that. And so it's just wonderful to be here tonight. Now, anybody else got anything? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> yeah. My spiritual birthday, every time I go into the room, I think the Lord is going with me. Amen. I'm so thankful 
Yeah. Hey, man. that testimony and of course I'm one of those that already knew that but I believe I enjoyed hearing it told tonight as good as I ever did that's powerful thank the Lord I'm I'm really glad I'm glad that God uh, impressed you to do that thank the Lord that's good Becky amen someone else got something on your heart follow the Lord Someone else. that testimony. Glad you're here. And remember that prayer request. Amen. Anybody else? Yeah. For what we felt today <coughs> with the preaching and the singing and the baptizing. Uh, yeah. It was such a blessing before church started. We got to come up and sit down next to Lee. Yeah. And uh, he said he was going to baptize his children. Yeah. And uh, it was such a blessing. Yeah. 
Amen. Just appreciate it so much. Appreciate the spirit. Amen. And, uh, the blessing the Amen. Lord gives us. Yep. Amen. Thankful for that testimony. Somebody else? Got a song? Linda's got a song? And uh, let's really pray. And uh, if you're here tonight and you've been wrestling with whether you ought to come to the altar or not, uh, we got another song. And I, I believe God's give this song for somebody to do something. And if you're one of those he's speaking to this evening, Please choose the correct choice, make the right choice, and come while she sings. Help her, Lord. Lately I've been looking back on this winding road. Listen. To Think the about old it. familiar markers yeah. of the mercies I have known. Yeah. I know it may sound simple, yeah. but it's more than a cliche. Yeah. There's no better way to tell you than to say, Listen. God's been good. Amen. In my life, I've been blessed beyond my wildest dreams as I go to sleep each night. And though I've had my share of hard times, I wouldn't change them if I could. Cause through it all, God's been good. Has God been good to you? Let's see the hands of folks. Thanks, God's been good As to you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And we need I've to be good to Him. How do we do that? We obey Him. But I felt His arms obey the Lord. Me Come on. As I faced my greatest yeah. fears. Amen. I've had more gains than losses. And I've felt more joy than hurt. Yeah. As his Amen. grace fell down upon me. Yeah. Undeserved. Think about that. God's Think about been that. good. Amen. In my life. Bless her, Lord. Bless her, Lord. I've been Help blessed her, beyond my wildest Come pray for this one. as I go to sleep each night. And the others that need to come, come on. Come on. Obey the Lord. I wouldn't change them if I could. Cause through it Amen. Yeah. God's been good. Amen. Yeah. Come. God has been my father, my savior, and my friend. Yeah. His love was my beginning, and his love Amen. will be my end. Yeah. And I could spend forever just trying to tell you everything he is. 
but there's no better way to tell you than this God's been good in my life I've been blessed beyond my wildest dreams as I go to sleep each night though I've had my share of hard times I wouldn't change them if I could Paul's through it all my God's been Wonderful song, wonderful move. Um, I've been running from the Lord for a long time. <clears throat> I was mad at him for a while, and I thought I could do it all by myself. And I want to say I'm sorry to the church. That's a good confession and testimony right out of the heart. And just stay here with us. Sing another song. And somebody wants to shake hands with Charles and maybe hug her neck and tell her you appreciate her. Uh, yeah, man. Come on, Perry. Say what you want to, bud. Follow your heart, man. Listen, church. Pray. That scripture that, that, and I won't get out of the way, but that scripture that Jordan read. <clears throat> Joshua said, as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. Yeah. You know, I've got skeletons late in my closet. Satan's pretty good sometimes at bringing them out and throwing them in front of me. You're not good enough. Your house is a wreck. Now, I've got a good wife. Been married for 25 years. She's probably treated me better than I've treated her. And I've had responsibilities to kids. But I wrestled with that scripture for a long time. And I thought, Lord, why would you call me into this? Why did you even save me? Things sometimes look like they're a wreck. But God showed me this. As for me and my house. This house she's looked at. As for me and my house. You can't take responsibilities for others. You've got to take responsibilities for yourself. You can't get saved for somebody else. You've got to get saved for yourself. You've got to live for the Lord for yourself. And if you can do that, you'll be happy. You have to simplify God's plan because it's so easy a child can understand. Don't make, it, don't make it harder than it is. People say, boy, if I could live it, I'd do it. God will live it for you. If you'll allow him to, if you'll allow the reflection from the Father come into your life, you won't have to make nothing happen. It'll just happen. I'm glad I'm saved, Terry. I'm thankful for the love that the Lord has placed in my heart, and I'm thankful for my house. I'm responsible for it. I'm glad for who I am, whether anybody else does or not, Billy Ray, because I'm saved by God's good grace and I'm going home. How about you? Your house is as important as my house. In God's eyes, every house is important. 
every soul is important, you must be born again. And then you're cheating yourself out of a blessing if you don't live for it. Boy, I appreciate Brother Perry, and I appreciate the, him following the Lord. That was powerful. And that was for somebody. See, God sent that. And uh, so we want to shake hands with Charles, see everybody wants to. And uh, you can come around by and shake hands with us if you want to. But even while we're doing that, there's more people needs to come to all. Well, who are they, preacher? Well, I don't know for sure. I might have an idea on a few, but I don't know for sure. Uh, but uh, if God's speaking to you, you know for sure. The devil will try to talk you out of it, but deep down inside, you know this is for me. And, boy, I appreciate these good moves we've had. And they, God's given another song for them to sing here. And they're getting ready to sing it. And uh, I want everybody here uh, to mind. Let's all stand again while they sing. Let's all stand. And uh, while they come around and shake hands with Charlesy, I beg of you tonight, come and pray if that's what God's giving you. Obey the Lord. Bless them, Lord. Listen. Most folks are afraid of dying. I guess they must read the unknown. Oh, but I still be.
good song. When you got the right thing, you don't dread the trip home. Follow the Lord. We got folks still needing to move while they're shaking hands or not. Whether they're shaking hands or not shaking hands, if God's calling you, come. Thanks, mother. One more song, at least. <laughs> give us tonight and uh, I thank God for each of these moves and I thank God for all the people that God's been speaking to that didn't move well preacher why would you think that I thank God for calling to people and being interested in people and so many times I didn't move but the calls that God made to me was still important because it was making me aware I need to move now it's never okay and it's never good to turn God away but if God continues to call to you, what a merciful move that is. And I thank God for his Holy Spirit calling to people tonight. So that's good. Anything else on anybody's heart? Good. Amen. I know we have more that wanted to come. We've got some sickness rolling around, so pray for a few of our members. Uh, but I appreciate the ones who made the journey. Amen. But I appreciate them too, Lee. And I just... I think that's wonderful that they made that journey over here to be with you. And uh, I think about all of you knows uh, Brother Lee's uh, pastor in Bethel Baptist Church over in Muncie, Indiana. A wonderful church, wonderful people. And uh, I thank God for those that come tonight. And, uh, like you said, circumstances have been a little different, been a lot more, I'm sure. But really keep, uh, keep those folks in your prayers. We need to pray for our sister churches around. And uh, anybody else? Good to be here tonight. Sunday school, 10 o'clock, worship service, 11 o'clock in the morning. That's a long time. You can sleep plenty and get up. Okay. And, uh, everybody come at can. If you're not going to church someplace else and you're able, well, come here. You know, we're glad to have you. And uh, Jordan made that point. I'm telling you, that was, that was a real point, uh, a powerful point. 
Uh, we need to be coming to church, and we need to be dedicated to doing that, and we need to be about the Father's business. Anything else before we come to close? If not, I'm going to ask Brother Will if he'll pray a dismissal.